Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Jola Speaks podcast. The Jola Speaks podcast is a short 10 minutes podcast intended to grow and equip you in your trust work with God. It is an evolving podcast with a current focus on obtaining clarity as we go through our personal processes with God where we learn to trust him and surrender to his will totally. I am by no means an expert. I myself am also on a process as well but then each episode is inspired by the Holy Spirit. Each time you hear me speak I'm always praying that I'm just used as a vessel not as my own thinking but what the Holy Spirit has for you. So the Holy Spirit has you in mind as I am speaking. And I pray that the message that he needs to get across to you, God will give me the strength, the utterance to be able to pass that message across to you personally. In Jesus' name, amen. And also, even the focus is also expanding, and I'll probably be even in touch more and more about the expanding of the current focus of Jola Speaks. But as we go, we would continue to discuss more. So, we started our series on lessons of Joseph. We had posted over the last three weeks to focus on Easter series, and now I'm going to go back to it. So, yesterday I started with the episode which I titled, Have You Ever Been Sold? And when I mean sold, I don't mean sold as you are great or the best thing ever, no. But sold, betrayed by those that you truly love and trust, like what happened to Joseph. And yesterday's focus was just to remind us that whatever we are going through, because Joseph's dream was very impossible. He was put in somewhere, tied, either to be killed or sold. And God used those things to align him to his very purpose and will. And so I'm here saying to you as well that perhaps you're in a situation that looks impossible. looks There's no way this can ever come out or can ever change. Just remember Joseph and imagine how he would have felt when he was covered in that well and tied either to be killed or to be sold but everything worked for the good of those who love the lord as the bible says so i'm going to continue today and this is the second part of have you been sold and here i'm going to be discussing the lessons that i learned from this story the first lesson i learned from this story is one god is always with us god was always with joseph He never forsook him. He was walking with him. He was present. He was there protecting him, even though it didn't seem like it. Because normally, when one is going through such a horrid event, put in a well and tied to either be killed or to be sold, and he's even overhearing his brother discussing either how to kill him or how to sell him to people just to get a gain. That's huge. Like at that point in time, he probably had felt, oh wow, yes, God gave me these dreams, but I don't see it's happening because this guy is either going to kill me or sell me and I'll have nothing to make of my life. But you see, everything is working together for our good. Someone would think, oh, if God is for me, why am I in this position? Why did they even catch me? Why did I even come to even speak to them at the farm? Like, why was I there? Why has God forsaken me? But I'm saying here that God has not forsaken you. And like Joseph, we see that God did not forsake him. And I'll show you in the scripture why I am so sure and convinced that, nope, God did not forsake Joseph. God was with him, aligning everything for his good. And so here are my reasons. The first thing that I noticed God did was that the cistern, the one where they put Joseph in, was empty. It had no water in it. You know what a cistern is? It's like a pit. Nowadays, it kind of refers to the likes of a toilet. But then it was it's like a pit. 
where they put Joseph in. Normally, such a place will have water inside because it's used for holding water then, but there's no water inside. That showed that God was planning. He knew what they were about to do and he was planning and ensuring that his will is done. The next point I want to raise here is that God put the love of Joseph in one of them, just one, Reuben, out of the ten lots. And he didn't want him to die. And because of that, it changed the love. Then let me read from Genesis 37 verses 21 and 22. And it says, when Reuben heard this, that's when he heard I was going to kill him. He tried to rescue him from their hands. Let's not take his life, he said. Don't shed any blood. Throw him into the cistern here in the wilderness, but don't lay a hand on him. So Reuben said this to rescue him from them and take him back to his father. Just one of them, not nine. But a lot of times we think, oh, God has to change everybody's hearts. Mm, not necessarily, just took one. And I remember, even for me personally, I was going through something a couple of years ago that was quite tough, very tough. And I felt like I was being overpowered in many ways. And I remember God just used one person, someone that did never have any form of influence as I would have thought. And literally, that one person helped me so much that I could not even have imagined how God would have done it that way. But he need the whole tent to like him, not just one person. And that person changed everything. And so if you're in a situation where you're thinking, oh my God, everybody has to like him, they have so much power, don't worry. The way God works is always beyond your imagination of how things should work. But just trust him that that will he's taking you to will come to pass. So the third point I want to raise on this point of why I know God was with him is in the midst of everything, God also changed their minds from killing him to selling him. And he used their selfish desires of making a gain, of making money off him to ensure his will came to pass. That is God. He made sure. And let's read what Judah said in verses 26. He says, Judah said to his brothers, what will we gain if we kill our brother and cover up his blood? Like, what is there? Because he's thinking, I want some money. You know, I can do some more money. So I always hate this guy. My, this is my brother. So in that case, let's even gain of him. Why should we kill him? When, and there's no gain. You know, let's gain of him. And so God used that selfish desire of Judah, who was the eldest, to ensure his purpose came to pass. God was with, with Joseph. The next point I want to raise as the fourth point is God also ensured that there were traders, the Ishmaelites, around to also buy Joseph, rescue them from his hands. The right people, God was with him. Because those traders obviously took him to the next piece of assignment, which was Potiphar's house. Again, God used their need for a gain because they probably sold Joseph at a top price to Potiphar because Potiphar was quite, at that time, wealthy. And because of that gain, again, God used their intentions to align to his purpose. Amazing, right? God was always with him, ensuring everything goes according to what his plan was for Joseph, even though it didn't feel that way. So... Back to us here, if we're in any situation where we feel impossible, like, you know, imagine Joseph in that pit waiting and wondering what would happen to of his life. He had the dreams God had told him, but everything around him looked impossible. If you are or you have felt in that position, you know how it feels. And even if you are now, I pray that the Holy Spirit begins to minister to you because the reason why he has brought me here to discuss this series is especially because of you. Know that God is with you. He would never ever ever leave you he would never ever forsake you he's there with you in that pit he's there changing the minds of kings on your behalf 
because in his word it says the heart of a king is in the hands of the Lord like a river of water he turns away wishes the ten of Jesus' brother Jesus was clearly outnumbered the ten of them they were even much older than him God had their hearts in his hands and just Tony as he felt he wanted them to go and so yes the devil had planned to kill Joseph because that was clearly his intention kill Joseph and then kill his dream but God ensured that his purpose and will does come to pass and as we read and study Joseph the more you will seem to see how God even used many ways to ensure Joseph was there at the right time from prison as we say to palace so trust God God can be trusted God can be trusted the next episode I will speak tomorrow is about God being the master planner because you see all these things of how I showed that God is with us everything was aligning to a particular plan of God everything was aligning to ensure that he gets to his next assignment God is amazing trust him whatever you are going through now is not a reflection of where God is taking you it's not if you're going through a tough situation know that he's preparing you he's getting you ready and he's with you he's with you he's there expressing everything with you expressing the hurts the thoughts that you feel like oh you're powerless whatever it is know that the one that created the heavens and the earth the one that has the heart of a king in his hands is right there with you you are not alone and even if you may feel that you are overpowered i'm saying to you right now and even to myself you are not overpowered no the person that has the power in him it is with you clearly you have way more power but it may not seem or look that way trust god hold on to him and keep going keep being diligent and do what god has asked you to do obey him and you will see the manifestation of his promise thank you for listening today god bless you and i love you bye